In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. It's 46 degrees outside. Going to climb up to 64 later. Mostly sunny. And some really beautiful cloud formations each evening. But looking at tomorrow, we might have some rain. Light rain, they're saying. Saturday too, Sunday as well, Monday next week, each day, uh, possibly. So uh, anyway, just prepare, just prepare. Um, yeah, <laughs> so much going on. Uh, but I see already we have a caller trying to ring in, and uh, so that's get all my buttons just right and say good morning. Morning, sir. It's J.W. Yes, sir. Did you uh, push the right buttons there? I think so. Hey, I just called in one more time to remind people about the gospel show Friday night in uh, at Stewart's. It's uh, going to be a good one. Cheryl and I are going to have fun doing it. 7 to 9 o'clock. Uh, masks are optional. If you want to wear them, you can. You don't have to show any proof of uh, vaccination, that kind of thing. Okay. And... Um, there will be like a uh, snack concession area, about a 10, 15-minute break, probably somewhere around 8 o'clock if you want to go get some chips and whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. And it's just intended to come and have fun. Now, it's a free show. They'll take donations, but you have to go online and um, put in your tickets for your seats where you want to sit. Okay. So I would say get that done and you do that through the as soon as possible. You do that through the Stewart's Opera House uh, website. That's website, that's correct. Okay. So, just want to remind you one more time. It's going to be a lot of fun, and it's a dream of mine. I always wanted to do this show just to bring the community together and lay um, aside politics. There'll be no preaching and no uh, proselytizing. Just good music for you to enjoy and sing along if you'd like, or. Just relax and enjoy. I I just cannot tell you this. Sherelle is amazing when you hear her sing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she will she will she will light you up. <laughs> yeah, she'll so, she'll make up for you. Well, that's exactly right. I figured you know <laughs> when I screw it up, I just bring her on to really clean it up. Okay. So that'll be good. Well, but just want to remind people one more time. Let's do it one more time, one more time here. Uh, this is Friday or Saturday. Friday the 30th. Friday, Friday the 30th. This Friday, September 30th, 7 o'clock. Stewart's Opera House. There's no admission charge, but they do want you to reserve your tickets. Yes, indeed. And I'm sure they'll take, you know, walk-ins, but it'd be, you know, I know the seats are going quick, so if you want to get a particular seat in a particular role or with a few, get a few people together to do it, that would be the best way to do it, I think, to guarantee you have the spots you want. 
you got some um, musical accompaniment. Accompaniment, help me. Yeah, I'm bringing in one of my dear friends from Columbus, who is just an amazing musician, um, and so uh, he's going to be featured as well. Um, and I wanted to thank my dear friend Mark Schneider, uh, one of your constant uh, advertisers there for for making that possible, as well as my home church in Chicago called Lodabar Ministries. So I don't think people understand um, what, not only what goes into something like this, but I've always believed as a musician myself that musicians of this caliber um, should be treated um, up to their ability. And so many church musicians especially leave the church or go do other things because they're never really appreciated as much. So because of Mark Snyder and, um, and my uh, church home in uh, Chicago, uh, we'll, we are going to be able to really, shall we say, compensate him for his efforts. <laughs> well, we're, we're talking about Snyder, Fuller, and Stroh. No. That's correct. No, no. Snyder, let's see. Well, yeah, no, Jim, Mark Snyder, that's right. That's the same place. Hang Snyder, on. Snyder, Stroh, Jarrett. That's right. That's right. We got Fuller. Fuller's gone. That's right. Uh, uh, Jim's retired. Right. That's right. He retired. That's right. Um, thank you. Um, okay, let's see here. So the um, curtain time is? 7 p.m. Okay. I'd get there, yeah, as close to on time as you can. Friday um, at 7. I will probably come on and be about, start singing about 7.15, 7.20. Okay. Well, yep. I'm... So please show up if you can, and, and, um... You know, those who really know me well, if you're out there, send me a quick text. Let me know. I might give you a shout-out. Or just yell if I'm not too involved and say, hey, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it it sounds like a neat thing, and um, I'm going to ask Scott to help me remember to put it on my calendar, and and I'll try to work it out. That'd be nice, man, especially. uh, Hey, uh, Scott, can you... Uh, Cincinnati plays Thursday, so can you get Joe B to come down to be at the show Friday? Work on that, sir. <laughs> uh, put him in the front row. Tell yeah, Joe B to come on down. I mean, what's he got to do the rest of the weekend, That's what I'm right? saying. Bring you him know? down. Bring mom and pop. Yep. I don't know if pop's recovered from his surgery, but bring him down, man. Nah, he, uh, Jimmy's out. He's on the uh, IL injured list for a few I, months. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, he hurt his foot. Oh. Yeah, exactly. So. Anyway, yeah, that's, sounds good, that's man. my plea. Uh, my last commercial for you guys here is just reminding people to do it. You'll really like it, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you come I, in and um, recorded a promo, we would have been happy to air it. <laughs> I know. I should have did that yesterday when I was in there, but yeah. didn't think about it. But I that's this all right. Is, this is pretty good. Thank well, you. You can still uh, call one of the engineers and you can do it over the phone. I mean, it'll sound just as clear. As Who if should you, I call? If you were here. Do you have Connor's number? No. Okay. Thought, is he still around? He's good. It, well, well no, he's, he's, he's not actually here. But he could do stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. Let me talk to you about that, Scott. Let's see if we can do something. That'd All be right. good. All okay. right. I'll is send that okay, you... Dave? A little, if we can put together something right quick? Sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll send you his number. Thank you, sir. You okay. Betcha. Take Thanks, care guys. now. You bet. So I'll um, see you, my brother. Yes, sir, brother. Friday Bye-bye. night. Friday night. At 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Be there, be square, as they say. (laughs) Fair enough. Bye-bye. Thank you.
And our phone number is 740-592-6646. Good morning, folks. I have um, texted and emailed our engineers um, about um, WATH AM, right? It continues to have a hum. I don't believe it's our equipment. I believe it's uh, possibly a phone line type issue, uh, something like that. It's an audio issue, not a transmitter issue. But uh, um, I thought I raised enough cane yesterday that they'd have it fixed by now. But evidently, um, they haven't had a chance. So I apologize for all of you listening to just our FM version, 97.1 on FM. Um, Our signal is... uh, Still a great one over there. And, of course, it's in stereo for the music stuff. So uh, that makes it even nicer. All right. Good morning, uh, folks. uh, Just curious. Who did you speak with? Phone company? Internet provider? Or all the above? Engineers? I I talked to our staff. Engineers. So uh, Harry and Jeff. And this time I even included Dave, even though I think he's out of the country. Okay. But, um... Well, it would be nice if a phone provider would help get in on that conversation, too. Well, we don't want to call him in until we're sure what it Ah, is. Ah, okay. Um, but I thought that would happen yesterday. Anyway, um... Anyway. Yeah, today is National Chocolate Milk Day. Yumba. As a child, I drank chocolate milk, and I I don't recall drinking white milk. Did I have it on my cereal? Of course. But in terms of milk, my mother was always providing me chocolate milk, and it was wonderful. By the way, today, September 27th, right? Um, National Chocolate Milk Day. You know, a lot of our student athletes at OU, during my time there, uh, they would be provided with chocolate milk after workouts Mm -hmm. as a replenishment uh, fuel, energy type drink. Well, I didn't mean to imply that chocolate milk was only for kids. Oh, absolutely, but it's, uh, it's for anyone who likes it. Yeah, I mean it's it's a good is iron in the chocolate, calcium in the milk, and a lot of nutrients in there to help replenish muscles uh, with that too. But I found that interesting as health and nutrition research developed that uh, some of our teams were having that. Yeah. Instead of Gatorade, for instance, uh, after workout. So uh, you know the the kids enjoyed that. <clears throat> Excuse me, and you know it. It was a very nutritious type of chocolate milk that they were provided. And uh, <laughs> my understanding, I did not hear one complaint about it. They all loved it. <laughs> well, sure. Um, let's see. So, National Chocolate Milk Day. Today is National Day of Forgiveness. Scott, I I forgive you. Well, it's about time. I know. 
You've been holding on to that way too long. I've been way overdue. For something so trivial and pointless. What? (laughs) No, forgiveness is You started it. I'm just going with it. Oh, okay. Well, forgiveness (laughs) should be something where you're really, you know. I'm trying to figure out what I did to be forgiven. Nothing. I know. I mean, um, did you you have a great show? <laughs> you know, you oversee Thank our you. sales department. Yep. You, you just do a great job. Switch out computers, do production work, engineering work, fix the water cooler, fix the flag. Wait a minute. Is our water cooler fixed? Not yet. Uh, I'm still getting part. I ran all over the place yesterday trying to find the part. Well, but nothing yet. But I I think I'm on it to a good lead today. Okay. So that's me. I don't I don't I don't like to give up. I I like to keep going and exhaust all possibilities and options. Well, there's a brand name on it. Can't you Google it and get the parts? Well, there's a brand name on the cooler, yes, but you know. Oh, the, we, you're talking about this uh, valve. Yeah. Okay. The, the fitting that comes from the water okay. line. Yeah. Well, so I. It has uh, nothing to do with the. National brand. Day of Forgiveness. <laughs> uh, National Crush a Can Day. Yeah. There you go. Take your frustrations out on that can. That's. Um, now that they've gone to these aluminum cans, just about, is there anyone that uses anything else anymore? I don't think so. You mean like the steel cans? Like the old days. Yeah, I don't think so. I think everything's aluminum pretty well, much that, and recyclable. That aluminum stuff really crushes much easier. Yeah, unless there's an ingredient inside the can that may dissolve the aluminum part. You know, some maybe some liquids still need to be... In a steel can or steel drum. Okay. National Scarf Day. So that's that's one gender, I think. I can you think of a man wearing a scarf? Oh, absolutely. Really? Oh, absolutely. A lot of guys do. A lot of rock singers wear them now. Um. Uh. But oh, it's like a neck scarf. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's right. Oh yeah. I think it was a scarf, kind of being wrapped around the head. And oh, tied okay. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, okay. Stephen Tyler from Aerosmith. He always has scarves. Yeah, on uh, on him, and he has some on his microphone stand that he uses, and I think he flips them in the crowd at times. But uh, the guy from lead singer from Thirty Eight Special does as well. Okay. So yeah, and you know I see guys wearing them for their you know their gear, their outfits, whatever they wear. Yeah, my wife certainly had a large collection of scarves, and the more I think about it, she never wore them over her head. It was always a loop around the neck, and um, after her passing, we. Many people uh, in our family and so on, how do I want to say, took one or two um, that they recall her by. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like in in remembrance. Right. Yes. Okay. Tribute or something of that sort. Yeah. Yeah. National Corned Beef 
hash day. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, uh, is there some day you want to make it? Is there something that we've never said when we've said what today is that you think is honorable of that? Yes. What is it? National High Gas Price and National High Food Prices Awareness Day, as we were talking before the show. Okay. Gas prices have gone up again. Now, They're already I don't, incredibly high. I don't understand all of this because this morning on, uh, on the news, they were talking about now the national average per gallon of gasoline is $3.52. This morning, I passed two gas stations here in Athens that said three sixty-nine. Why is Athens was 17 cents higher than the national average? Yep, me same here. Um, <clears throat> now there may be others around. I just passed two stations, and that's what they said. There may be others that are less. For that matter, there may be others in our region that are higher. But the point is, why is there such a difference? Yep, and and now, I think I I I bet I guess, bet, whatever, whatever word you want to use there, that with this hurricane, every time this happens, we always hear refineries being shut down and offshore platforms having to shut down, which they do. I get that. And almost instantly, gas prices go up everywhere, it seems like, especially on the eastern and mid-eastern portions of the United States. Yeah, well, you don't hear t- about too many hurricanes out west, you know? Very true, yes. But, um, or else they might have the same effect. But, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. They don't wait for the hurricane, they just rise them. Yep, they jack it up, and I, I bet you it'll happen again, too, and that's what. Some politicians will blame high gas prices on once again. Well, the hurricane came in, so they had to raise them. Okay. Okay, so um, we're up to the eyes now. What am I talking about? They name hurricanes, right? And this is Hurricane Ian, right? Yes. I-A-N. Yes. Ian from the Caribbean. Or Caribbean. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> okay. Um, get a get a update, if you will, on that because. Well, some some Florida. Um, yeah, at this point, they're saying it's going to hit. The center is going to hit what? Tampa, Tampa, Tampa area. Okay. Yeah, Tampa, St. Pete area but this storm is so large that they're having surf warnings on each side of the state of florida yes 
which, uh, as we have heard in newscasts previously, it's the it's not the actual storm itself that causes fatalities, but the storm surge of the water that comes in. Right. And uh, that they're expecting storm surges of uh, you know four, five to six feet of water, something like that. Now they're also saying some forecasters are saying this storm may sit on the Gulf side of Florida and move very slowly into Tampa, which means that much more rain will be falling. Oh, yeah. They're talking about, in some places, 17 inches yeah. of rain. So it may stall out off of the coast of Tampa, but still deliver rain. And by the time it crosses there, it's a Category uh-huh. 3 and then a 4. Yeah. And then down to uh, uh, three and two once it crosses uh, the Florida and Alabama state line. And uh, my life, you... my, my wife's parents um, during the latter part of their lives lived in Brooksville, Florida, which wasn't too far from Tampa, and um, just north of it, I think. And. Um, They, they had a, a I, I would call it a large pond, maybe it was a small lake, uh, right in their backyard. And, um, you know, if the water comes, like they say it is, they would have had water problems. Um... And the home, as I recall it, did have a basement. Um, But, you know, if you're that close to water, it could also mean even main floors experiencing issues. Oh, well, I'm just thinking aloud here. Yeah, well, again... If you've been hearing Brian Hughes' weather forecast on our station here, uh, he's saying that we, if we do get the rain, which is in the forecast, as you mentioned earlier, but uh, the the remnants of this hurricane could be arriving here um, close to the weekend, mm. Friday evening, Saturday, Sunday, as you can see up there, Monday too. Now, they're saying that uh, southern Ohio, of course, southeastern Ohio as well, uh, will probably get clipped with some rain uh, from the remnants of that storm as it moves up the eastern portion of the U.S. Um, <clears throat> sometimes they talk about a hurricane and it's just a story and then we get walloped. Other times, they talk about it so much that it kind of fizzles out. I hope that's the case this time, because they're sure making a lot of noise about it, and it would be nice if it doesn't do all the damage that they often can. Yeah. We'll see in a few days. I think they're now starting to err on uh, the side of caution due to a few instances that... Uh, they didn't yeah. didn't talk about it enough, and there were not sufficient warnings ahead of time. 
and uh, some areas got clobbered, uh, you know, because folks thought, well, it's just, you know, rain and wind, and that's going to be it, but it turned out to be much worse. Well, go get a glass of chocolate milk, right? Yes, indeed. The breakfast of champions. All right. September 27th, as I said, and, uh, of course, the year is 2022. Um, how about historical stuff? On this date, but the year was 1066, William, the Conqueror's troops, set sail from Normandy for conquest of England. On this date in the year 1290, earthquake in the Gulf of Chile, uh, Chile. Oh, no. This is not Chile. This is Chile. Well, it's near China anyway, okay? <laughs> Good enough. Um, reportedly kills 100,000 people in earthquake in the year 1290. We jump up 500 years to the year 1777 when John Adams negotiates Revolutionary War peace in terms with Great Britain. Eighteen twenty one on this date, Mexican Revolutionary Forces led by let's see if I can say this Augustine de Ilturbid or Ilturbide. However it is, occupy Mexico City as Spanish withdrawal, bringing an end to the Mexican War of Independence. A year later on this date. So now we're at 1822. The French scholar Jean-Francois Champollion, Champollion, something to that effect, announces he has deciphered the Egyptian hieroglyphics using the Rosetta Stone. A couple more here. In 1905, the Physics Journal... Boy, they really test us on pronunciations here. An Elender Physique. This was an international publication, but it's about physics, right? Well, in 1905, on this date, that journal publishes Albert Einstein's paper entitled, Does the Inertia of a Body Depend on Its Energy Content? That very paper was the introduction of the equation E equals mc squared. Okay, now, once again, we've, we've heard that equation, but many times in our lifetimes. So energy, that's E, equals mass. What, mm. Help me out. Mm-hmm. Mass and then C squared. Look, uh, look let's it see. up, please. Um, because 
this was a big deal. And, um, you know, Einstein, right? Um, The inertia of a body depend upon its energy content. Um, So E equals mc squared. The speed of light. The speed of light. Mm -hmm. Mass times the speed of light squared. Energy equals the mass of the speed of light squared. Mm-hmm. Even with the words, I don't know what it means. But I've heard it all my life. I swear I have. All right. And then I think the last item we have today in terms of historical events. 1908, Henry Ford's first Ford Model T automobile leaves the Piquet plant in Detroit. You ever ride in one? In uh, a Model T. Yes. Me too. Mm Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Up in um, Ashland, above just above Ashland, Ohio. My mother's sister's family farm was there. Savannah, Savannah, Ohio. I just thought of the name of the community. And we used to have a lot of family reunions there. The Hopkins family. And um, in the barn was a Model T. And it was in good condition. And it was fun to drive up and down the driveway, which was long. They also had one of the very first Ford Broncos. And I would take it up the hill with people in it, and people would go, oh, yeah. Oh, dear. Do a little mud running, were you? Yeah, yeah. That's what we used to call it, doing things like that. I, I enjoy that. Yeah. I would love to be able to afford one of these four-wheel gators, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't have the property really to run it on. I do have some friends that would probably allow me. Yeah. All right. Um, you know, the Model A came along, too, after yes. the Model T, and have ridden in one of those, too. Those things are, both of them, very, very special automobiles, especially, you know, as... Time moves on. You know, these vehicles are uh, over some the Model T over 100 years old. Mm -hmm. The Model A approaching that. But uh, I've seen these in old movies, too. It's just fascinating how they find these vehicles and restore them or, you know, the the movie producers rent them or whatever the the agreement is. And some of these movies that are set back in the... In the day of those, the era of those vehicles. Oh yeah, there's, there is a, um, a book. I'm sure they've probably replaced it with an online service. But there used to be a book. Um, you know, I had a little bit to do in the motion picture industry, not much. Um, I'm sure it's now online where 
the movie producers and everything can acquire these collectors' items for a film. And they rent them. You know what I mean. Yeah. And um, different people who have, are in prized possession or ownership of some unusual item will list that item on that listing. Well, yeah, anyway. Pretty cool. Yeah. I, I remember my grandmother telling me uh, when, when she was younger that uh, some of her friends were were fortunate enough to have a car like that. They used mm-hmm. to take it out and uh, ride on then dirt roads, you know, just take it out for a joy ride. <laughs> well, truly. And, it, uh, you know, it was the a model, treat. The it Model was, T and the model, the model A were meant to be. I mean, we didn't have paved highways. Oh, no. And, and, and even um, neighborhood streets weren't uh, all paved. Yeah. And if they were, they were just cobblestones or whatever they called them back then. Bumpity bump. Yeah. And she said they used to, she remembered going out into the country on these roads and passing fruit trees and they would stop and pick fruit and, you know, long before cell phones and computer games and things like that, that was their entertainment. Take a joy ride in the country in one of those cars and talked about riding in that back jump seat and and uh, one of the, somebody had a convertible, I think, back then, or they could take the top off or something like that. I just remember her telling me it was a treat to be able to have a friend like that that's, that family had a vehicle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because obviously they were un, really unaffordable to so many people back then. Over the years, I've had to be in certain parades. Okay, phone, cool it. Auxiliary Dental Service. Okay. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, in parades, you know, and if you're a guest in a parade, they like to feature uh, the guest in some, whoops, sorry about that, uh, in some interesting vehicle. Yeah. And that's been fun. Oh, yeah, to get attention like that. I, I got to do that in uh, one parade, but it wasn't for me. <laughs> it was a parade of the hills, and it was just because I was uh, dating a girl that was one of the queen contestants. So Wow. I was riding shotgun. Impressive, man. <laughs> To ride in the Parade of the Hills Parade. Yeah, with, baby. With your girlfriend. Oh, baby, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a great time. Hey, you know, I just happened to think of something. You talked about the Parade of the Hills. Well, we have the um, um, Indian Mound Festival this weekend. Yeah, that's right. And, in fact, Thursday, uh, that'll be the topic of the show. Wait a minute. That clock can't be right. Which one? Since we have eight minutes left. Yeah. We haven't even gotten to... To the hard news? Yeah. Terrific. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) I hope, folks, that we haven't been just chattering here and boring you. Well, no, because, you know, we got to help Dr. J.W. Smith promote his... Well, sure. Show coming up Friday. And, and that's Friday night at, at 7. Yeah, we'll Stewart's continue to do it. House. Yeah. Okay. I just did it again there, my brother. 
Dr. J.W. I, I helped her with it. That's right. Okay, that's you did. famous birthdays. We've we got to get <laughs> moving here. Augustine de Iturbid. Iturbid? Iturbid? Anyway, Augustine de I-T-U-R-B-I-D-E. Um, he was born in 1783 on this date. Died in 1824. Uh, let's he? see. He's got some sort of fancy uniform. Yeah, he was a Mexican army general and politician. Okay. There, we'll keep it short because we're short on time. Louis VIII. You going to do it? No, I thought you would. Louis VIII, I am, I am. There you go. Born on this date actually in... Henry VIII. Well, I thought we would play on it. Anyway, Louis VIII... Born on this date in 1601. He died in 1643. Shortly before his ninth birthday, Louis became king of France after his father, Henry IV, was assassinated at nine years old. I'm looking at his hair. His long, streaming, nice hair. Yeah. If you were a gal. Wavy, curly. Now... Look at all the products we have for hair care today. They didn't have those in the 1600s. How did he uh, leave it be? They just let it flop and fly. Okay, here's someone who's um, celebrating her 38th birthday today. Nice-looking gal. Avril Levine? Avril Levine. Avril Levine. Yes. Who is that? Avril Levine. She's a singer. She's got... Beautiful voice. Okay. Canadian singer and songwriter. She signed a two-album recording contract with Arista Records at age 16. Wow. Well, Mike Schmidt. Phillies, right? Yes. Former Ohio Bobcat. There you go. Fun, fun, fun. 73rd birthday today. Wow. Happy happy birthday, Mike. I met him a few times and uh, remember watching him play as a kid. He used to walk down from the Athens Middle School to the baseball field, the old Troutwine field there, and of course. watch him slam a few off of the walls and windows of Grover, Grover Center. Folks, if you haven't lived in Athens as long as I have, you may have forgotten or didn't know. the Before Bob Wren Stadium, where the Copperheads play in Ohio University baseball, Troutwine Field was located where I call it the checker, um, computer checker card park is. Punch card park. Punch card park, thank you. Uh, which is um, across from the combo and side by side with the uh, Peden Stadium football. And. Um, that used to be the baseball park years ago. Okay, two famous deaths to cover. First of all, Jimmy Doolittle. He was born in 1896, but died on this date in 1993. He almost made it to 100. Yeah, many many folks remember him as uh, Doolittle's Raiders, the leader of Doolittle's Raiders, the raid on Japan after uh, Pearl Harbor bombing. Uh, James Harold Doolittle was an American military general and aviation pioneer who received the Medal of Honor for his daring raid on Japan during World War II. 
also made early coast-to-coast flights, record-breaking speed flights, won many flying races, and helped develop and flight test instrument flying. And uh, he put together a crew of pilots that flew the uh, the B-27 bombers, I think, that knew that they may run out of fuel and not make it back to the base to uh, bomb Japan after they after Japan bombed Pearl Harbor. Um the, the there's only one other to mention today and this is Clara Bow B O W. Now I'll just openly admit one of the things that I most like about um, a woman uh, are her eyes. And um uh, she was born in 1905, but died on this date in 1965. She was an actress. And the picture here is stunning, even though it's dated quite some time back. Name some of the movies she was in. Uh, let's see here. What was she in? The, she was the It Girl, Wings, Call Her Savage, The Wild Party, Man Trap. And Clara Bow in a movie called Hula, as in Hula Hoop. Mm-hmm. Well, she's very attractive. She made the transition from silent films to what they called talkies in 1929. Um, with two minutes left, and now... The hard news in hand. Um, I'm trying to look at which stories I should hit or what story to pick because um, we're just about out of time. Um, Shinzo Abe. Um, His funeral. Thousands of people, including current and former world leaders, are expected to gather today in Japan as the country holds a rare state funeral for former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, who was assassinated in July while campaigning for, not himself, but a different candidate. Public opinion about the state funeral for the longest-serving prime minister has been split with criticism against the estimated $12 million cost for the ceremony because many households in Japan are grappling with rising food and fuel prices. Much like right here for that. Yep. So um, that's going on. Um, there was a school shooting in Russia. That's at least 15 people, including 11 children, were wounded. This was about 600 miles east of Moscow. Folks, once again, we're we're done. Uh, Today, it's going to be mostly sunny, the high of 64 degrees. 
In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. Hurricane Ian is headed for the west coast of Florida. What we have here is really historic storm surge and flooding potential. Governor DeSantis with a stern warning just now after a Category 3 Ian slammed into western Cuba this morning. As for Floridians, CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson. Wednesday is your day of persistent rain, of wind gusts increasing. Thursday is your likely landfall. You're going to be seeing rain that is going to be just absolutely torrential for hours and hours. The storm could make landfall in Tampa, which hasn't seen a storm this size in more than a century. Facebook says it's found and disabled a sprawling network of fake accounts that spread Russian propaganda about the war. CBS's Vicki Barton.